The Playmakers Blog presents Fire on High. Featuring your host, Tyler O. What's going on, everyone? You're tuning in to the Fire on High podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Orjinski, and this is Tyler's 10 Tips for Week 9. The whole point of these podcasts is to deliver you concise fantasy advice in under 15 minutes, so let's dive in. Tip number one is start and do not give up on Evan Ingram. I know it's been a bit disappointing for those who thought he'd be a top five or top six tight end, but I promise you, good things are coming. First off, he's led the Giants to targets the last two weeks. And overall, this season, he's third among tight ends in targets, fourth in catches, and tenth in air yards. I know that air yard stat might surprise you because it seems like the guy's just running curl routes, but I promise you, he is getting some decent balls out there. He's also been getting a little work in the run game. This is all good things. They're playing the Washington football team that allows the eighth most fantasy points to tight ends, not to mention Landon Collins is out. This is a good spot for Ingram to get right. I'm expecting 80 yards and touchdown. He's locked into my lineup. Tip number two is add Anthony Miller. The Bears recently have opted into more three wide receiver sets, 11 personnel over their boring two tight end sets. They need a spark on offense somewhere, and it's not coming from running two tight ends. They need to get Anthony Miller on the field, and they did that last week. 76% snap share, 11 targets and 8 catches. This is great stuff. While I don't expect that target share to stay quite that high, especially with Allen Robinson in the picture and the emerging Darnell Mooney, still, I'd like to see the Bears say, hey, our offense is a bit putrid. What can we do to switch things up? Let's get free wide receivers out there. Foles needs them, and it's going to happen. I also don't think he's a terrible, like, kind of weak flex this week. Slot receivers have fared pretty well in this matchup. You look at Juju, Tyler Boyd, even Randall Cobb, Cole Beasley. They've all done pretty good against the Titans. I think you could do worse in your flex than Anthony Miller. I have him right outside my top 36. You don't have to start him, but at least get him on your bench to see if this usage continues. Tip number three is acquire and start DeAndre Swift. I know he was a huge disappointment last week with only about five or six fantasy points depending on your scoring, and Stafford's probably out. And Galladay is very likely out as well. Things can get out of hand for these Lions. However, Swift has been posting pretty great peripherals as of late. Last week, we saw a 62% snap share, season high. A rush attempt, 50% of them, season high. Routes run, 53%, season high. He only had about 10% of the targets, not a season high, but still okay. He's the back on the field in two-minute situations. One thing that I think is the reason we saw this usage ramp up last week is the Lions were down like 75% of that game. They were needing to throw. You're not going to put Adrian Peterson out there when you got to throw the ball. Unfortunately for the Lions, they got some tough matchups coming up, and especially without Stafford or Galladay, they're likely going to be down and likely see similar game scripts to what they did last week against the Colts, which leads me to believe Swift is going to continue to get good usage. I see him as an RB2 moving forward. A lot of people are going to be low on him after a bad week. Go out and get him. He might be on your waiver wire. He's an RB2 for me. Rest of the season, I have the faith. Tip number four is bench DJ Moore, Panthers wide receiver. I know this game could be high scoring, but I want nothing to do with DJ Moore. Let's talk about the Chiefs defense first. Chiefs defense is a legit run funnel. 
Their run defense is bad, 28th DVOA and 29th yards allowed per carry. This is great when you're running the ball, but the Chiefs' pass defense is 7th DVOA and 3rd yards allowed per pass. They are elite against the pass and very leaky and terrible against the run. And on top of that, Chiefs defensive lineman Chris Jones has been ruled out one of their world beaters on that team. CMC's back. This is great news for CMC, but obviously you're starting CMC. I think with CMC back in the matchup, this is not the week when I should be seeing much from DJ Moore. If you want 8 to 10 points, really low floor, fine, put him in your lineup. But I would not be expecting much for DJ Moore. He'll be outside of my top 30 this week. There's likely better starts out there. Then on top of that, the Chiefs have only allowed four players at the wide receiver position to go over 70 yards this season. DJ Moore will not be one of them. Tip number five is acquire and start DJ Dallas. He's only rostered in 38% of Yahoo leagues, which is crazy to me considering what happened last week. This does hinge on Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde's health. It looks like Carlos Hyde is out. Carson likely game time decision. If both of them sit, DJ Dallas is a smash start against this Bills run defense, 24th DVOA and 26th yards allowed per carry. I know people like to talk about the Bills like they're this great defense, and are the, although they are good against the pass, they are not good against the run. This suits itself well for DJ Dallas. He's the guy who's going to get the opportunity, as we saw Travis Homer touch the ball once last week. Damian Harris absolutely killed the Bills on the ground last week. 16 attempts, 100 yards, and a touchdown. There's no reason why we don't see DJ Dallas as a top 18 back if Carson and Hyde sit. It's not a guarantee, but if for some reason DJ Dallas is not rostered in your league, get him on your bench because if those two guys sit, he's locked and loaded and ready to go. He can do a lot for you this week. Tip number six is start Melvin Gordon. I know that uh, Phil Lindsay definitely looks like the better running back. I'm not disputing that. But for some reason, Gordon is still out snapping him by about 5%, 10%, give or take. It's a split, but Gordon's getting a little bit of a nudge. But he is out touching Lindsay, and he is getting the targets. And that's what I'm here to talk about. The Broncos are throwing the ball to Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is the pass catching back. The Falcons... Defense, not good, and they allow the second most catches to opposing running backs. Lindsay's not used in the pass game whatsoever. Melvin Gordon is a pretty safe floor against the bad Falcons defense that allows a lot of catches to the running back position. You fire him up there. On catches alone, he's going to get you a floor. I'll have him as low-end RB2. Don't be afraid just because Philip Lindsay looks better. Tip number seven is acquire Mike Gusecki. Don't quit on Mike Gusecki just yet. There might be some folks out there who have dropped him. I think he's a fine ad if you're hurting a tight end. And there's some folks that probably are very upset that might not have dropped him that you could probably trade for basically nothing. But the slot man, Isaiah Ford, on his way to the Patriots, that leaves up a lot of opportunity for Mike Gusecki, who leads all NFL tight ends in slot snap rate over 70% this year. He should see an uptick of usage. He is, you know, the slot guy at this point, in my opinion. I really like his, uh, you know, his outlook going forward not to mention there's been documented chemistry between Gasecki and Tua they ran a lot together in the offseason I'm not out on Mike Gasecki this is not a start Mike Gasecki but I definitely want him on my bench if it's easy to get him where I can get him off waivers because I believe in his upside I believe in his athleticism tip number eight again is trade away Ronald Jones I went over a litany of reasons to trade him away last week and they were only further hammered home with his usage in week eight once again Leonard Fournette had way more snaps, had more rush attempts, 
Had more routes run, more targets, was the two-minute guy, third long, you name it, Leonard Fournette is on the field for those moments. If you can recoup some value, if anyone in your league thinks Rojo is a high-end or even mid-tier RB2, trade him now. He's a middling RB3 rest of season. He might have a game or two and the Bucks are up a lot, but I'm just not buying it. I do not want Rojo on my team. I would take Antonio Gibson or Chase Edmonds for him straight up right now. No questions asked. To number nine is bench or trade away CD Lamb. Man, it, it's been tough to watch uh, with, with Dak down. Things have changed a lot on this Cowboys offense for the worst, obviously. The coaching staff seems to be trying to figure out ways to protect the quarterback with all the injuries on the offensive line. What that does is they're taking a wide receiver off the field and putting on uh, another lineman or another tight end. Either way, they're running two wide receivers on the field instead of three, and CeeDee Lamb is the person hurting from that. When they're running two wide receiver sets, it's Gallup and Cooper, clearly. And then you add in the fact that this is not a very good offense, and CeeDee Lamb is the odd man out, unfortunately. I I don't want to jump to say you need to drop him just yet because we know the talent's there, but the QB situation isn't going to get any better. And if they're going to run less three wide receiver sets and Lamb's going to be on the bench, it's hard for me to advocate rostering him. I'd be waiting one more week to see exactly what things look like. But again, you need to bench or trade away C.D. Lamb while he has some value and he might be a drop for me next week. My 10th and final tip is pick up the Washington football team defense. Washington against the run this year. 13th DVOA, 17th in yards allowed per carry. They're above average. They're a good run defense. They're creating a lot of pressure too, which is also very good. And then Washington's pasty. Second DVOA and first in yards allowed per pass. They are elite against the pass thus far. This is a very good defense. We know the offense isn't all that, but the defense is good. Now for the part that I want to talk about. They play the Giants this week. They play the Lions next week. The Bengals, they're a decent team. And then the Cowboys. This is a smash four-game set for this Washington football defense. If you're streaming defenses, try to go pick them up. You can play them for four weeks, and that is a beautiful thing. That's all we got for Tyler's 10 Tips for Week 9. You can find me on Twitter, at FFTylero. Don't forget, tell somebody you love them. Later.